This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris Welcome back to the podcast. I'm not one to pull punches, so I'll kind of get right to the point. Big spoiler alert, if you will. Kind of what I've been trying to lead up to this week, and I think I already shared this last week or maybe on Monday. Um, I think that right now all roads point to Trump president 2024. Uh, No question in my mind he's going to be the nominee. And little question in my mind that... uh, He'll be in the White House. Now, the media and the parties, they're never going to give you that um, decisive. Never. You'll never get it because they can't. It's kind of, you can look at the parties, the political parties, like bookies, basically. They got to cover the VIG, my friend. And they always come out on top. The parties always come out on top. You won't come out on top, but they'll always come out on top. That's why they keep us fighting with each other. Because people fighting with each other, they'll drink the poison to get even with somebody else. And that's where the political parties are there to serve that poison right up for you, for a price, of course. Anyway, you'll never hear them say that, but I think that it's very clear to me. Uh, I see many signs of it. I could be wrong. Speaking of being wrong, let me jump to this. I'm going to come back to the Trump 2024 thing, but uh, it's really what I want the podcast to be about. I'm going to try and lead all this to as best I can, and I just wanted to make sure I got the point out early. But let me start what I really wanted to start with, what I was wrong with most recently. I am wrong occasionally, and I don't mind admitting when I'm wrong. Sometimes people think I'm wrong. I don't think I was wrong. And they say, well, you're not going to admit when you're wrong. Like, I don't think I was wrong. Uh, but if it's clear that I'm wrong, I'll admit that I'm wrong. And I don't get too hung up on this. Like, it doesn't really bother me. I say to you many times, I hope I am wrong about this. Here's what I'm seeing. It's not a contest for me. I'm not like the political parties. I'm not soaking you for money over here. You see what I'm saying? I'm just trying to get a little bit of truth out there. So what was I wrong about? I said that they couldn't bring back COVID for the election, and here they go. Here they go. Uh, Alex Jones said it. Here's a big uh, a big thing to watch. I listened to it again to make sure I wasn't hearing things. Alex Jones, tinfoil hat, censored conspiracy theorist extremist whack oh if you look up wacko in the liberal dictionary there's going to be a picture of alex jones right there but they'll never tell you when he was right so we're gonna find out because he's been making a little prediction and you know i don't like predictions so we'll see if he's right at all and then how far he is right and i'm going to tell you what my guess will be I'll throw my my money in the hat in the ring too in the hat whatever we'll put a little wager on it here okay a little friendly wager so Alex Jones claims that he spoke to somebody high level TSA high level federal government to corroborate this and they're being told that air travel uh, and airline workers will all be required to wear masks by the end of September so we got about three weeks yet for that to happen. Hmm, well, we certainly moved a little bit closer, didn't we? Um, 
Now, I say, we'll see if it's true at all. Let's see if they push the masks at all. They clearly already are. You see the media pushing it, testing. They, do you think that the CIA, that their media groups that are running these headlines, do you think that they really care that people are angry, upset about it? I'm going to say um, no. They've already done the math on it. And they know that there's going to be a certain number of people that just do what they're told. And I would imagine that they have that down to about two decimal places of accuracy. And that's a lot of damn people, you know. Even even if you say, well, 10% of the population, well, that's 35 million people masking up and vaccinating. That's a movement. 10% are going to just do what they're told. Another 10% are easily going to go along with the with the rest of the group. So now you got 70 million. That's almost as many Trump voters as well. How many Trump voters? I forget. Anyway, I think it was about 80 million, right? Fascinating that they will easily get that kind of support for these antics. And I think I'm giving you low percentages. I think the number of people that will do what they're told is probably more like 30%. And they know that. The number of people that are actually going to – and you better let this sink in for those who are over my dead body – and Trump out there, we will not, we will not obey or whatever. Okay, we'll see. When you can't get in the food store, and they had the police there, assault the assault laws aren't going to change. They just tried to stop me. You better. And here's my point: nobody's going to help you. Here's the flip side of this little coin, my friend: the number of people that will actually stand up and defend themselves, let alone fight for what's right, is about four percent. Maybe less. But you think you're going to make the big stand, you're going to lead the charge, and people are just going to fall in order behind you. Guess what? They're not. Why do I deliver all this doomsday news? It's a little dose of reality because I see it coming. Here's my prognosis. That they will go to full-on lockdowns if needed. What do they care if they get full compliance? It will still achieve the political purpose that they desire. This election could very well be the test. So, just to keep this simple, I said to you they would not bring back COVID or BLM. Both are back right now. You want to tell me we're not mired down in a civil war? People better start to stop and think. And maybe it's going to, and I'm going to tell you right now what the civil war is. Those of you that like to giddy up and get all angry and stomp your fist and go clean your weapons and and dream of uh, some kind of, I don't know what. None of it's going to work for a number of different reasons. Just stop and think if any of those thoughts have seriously entered your mind. At the same time, I would say to you that if our government is willing to lock us down and force us to vaccinate and force us to wear masks and force us to accept women as men and all these things that they're forcing, force us to accept even more taxation and unlimited debts and force it on us, and continue to go down that path. We must revolt against that government for the benefit of our children. How does that occur? Stop paying taxes. Now, here's the interesting thing about the tax payments, my friend. The math kind of goes the other way. Because if you get 10% of the population to stop paying taxes, especially if you can get the right 10%, economic mayhem. 
Now, when people say, oh, it's bringing down the country, put it in escrow. Make a list of demands. Make it clear where the government has violated the Constitution and form a, a uh, group that will take the money and put it in escrow. And when the government begins to honor the Constitution again, respects the will of the people, then we will begin funding the government again. Does anybody have the fortitude to do it? I don't know. I doubt it. It's not really why I brought it up, though. Hopefully it never comes to that. And I think that this Trump presidency and his ability to succeed in this election and get done some important things uh, may very well determine if we do have to go down a more serious route. This election may define that. Our border is being ransacked. Our children attacked. We can't tolerate this anymore. Our, our, even even uh, people with, with uh, little understanding of economics, the economy as a whole, can see that what's going on isn't right. Every time you go to the food store, you, you think something was wrong. You feel like, they, they ring that up wrong? I kid you not. It's been my thought. So they bring back COVID. I said they couldn't do it. I said they won't. They can't bring back COVID. They can't bring back BLM, and they're going to have a hard time with dropping ballots on the ground because the Democrats themselves are going to get into that. They're doing all three right down the same playbook again. Maybe it's the only playbook they have. Maybe it's going to come to a head. I don't know. New Jersey nursing homes slammed by COVID surge. As COVID deaths rise, really? What are the protocols? COVID hospitalizations and deaths continue to rise. I've seen no evidence of this where I am. I've known nobody that's sick. Facilities that care for the elderly are being hit especially hard. In the last week, one out of every four nursing homes or assisted living facilities in New Jersey has reported a COVID outbreak. Among the 650 nursing homes and assisted living facilities in the state, there are currently 158 active outbreaks. Um, what happened to the flu? We don't know. What happened to the common cold? I don't believe any of this. I see no real evidence of it. They don't need any real evidence of it. Remember last time, the deaths and dying, and all turned out to be lies. Uh, but this time, this time it's correct. And the people that who will support it, they'll come up with these newfangled, bizarre explanations, whatever it takes. To the people who said the masks don't work, then why do they marry them in the hospital? Doesn't matter. They come up with some stupid reason. Did you hear about the, the story about Elon Musk's transgender daughter? What a story there. He blames the school. This whole transgender thing, I posted a picture on Gab, a young girl given a double mastectomy to become a boy. And uh, just really disturbing to me. Horrifically disturbing that we're performing these surgeries and mutilating these kids as some kind of psychological treatment that it's allowed legally that there's a number of parents that go along with it and in some cases seem to lead their children down the path look at all the celebrities they're weirdo kids why so many celebrities have weirdo kids I don't see that in my neighborhood my our, my daughter's friends are all normal not one transgender not one that seems gay, at least that we know of. 
Not like we're asking the eight-year-olds. Zero evidence of any of it in our school. I didn't say it didn't exist. But you got parents that do go along with it. I know they're in the school district. <laughs> I do know that. And then not only that, you've got a whole mainstream movement and an industry behind it. And if it does not represent uh, the most modern state of evil, I don't know what does. It makes me crazy. In some ways, it might be worse than abortion. I don't know if I even want to get into that philosophical debate. Florida school vouchers can pay for TVs, kayaks, and theme parks. Is that okay? So in other words, the state takes the tax money and gives people money vouchers that they can use to pay tuitions. And um, they're saying that some of this money is being used for unscrupulous purposes. Let me see who's reporting this here. And uh, what would you say to that at face value? Tampa Bay Times or something like that. Florida makers, Florida lawmakers expanded eligibility for school vouchers this year, giving parents more ways to spend the money. The legislature added these things. The list, uh, the items appear in a list authorized expenses in a third, 13 page purchasing guide. <clears throat> um, many of the items are similar to what was permitted for vouchers to students with disabilities in the past. But now they're available to anyone who, who receives an award of about $8,000. The list quickly raised eyebrows as it circulated. If we saw school districts spending money like that, we would be outraged, said Damaris Allen, executive directors of Families for Strong Public Schools. Ah, well, let me interrupt there a second. <clears throat> so in the school voucher system, let me just make sure I understand this correctly. <clears throat> We're collecting tax revenue from everybody, including retirees who may be struggling to get by. And we're redistributing that money to young families so that they can educate their children. There's a lot I could say about that, but I don't necessarily disagree with the premise. I really don't, even though there's a, there's a lot of problems with it. But just, just follow me a second. We take money from the taxpayers, we pull it together, and then redistribute it to young families for education to help them basically with the costs of raising their children, if you will, right? Now, Mr. Socialist, we should only have public schools, not these vouchers where people can decide for themselves. No, that's not okay for them to spend their own money on kayaks and TVs. Well, of course, not all of it's their own money. But since the parents are going to pay into it their whole lifetime anyway, it really is just their money. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the $8,000 that they're getting, I guarantee you, right, in the terms of their school taxes, they'll, you know, $8,000 a year, whatever, they'll have to pay it back. They'll pay it back. They'll recommit that back to the school district over their lifetime. So it really is their own money. And this socialist a uh, public school guy is going, oh, if the school districts spent money like that on TVs and kayaks, I'm going to say plenty of schools do have those things. I remember being in a kayak in the pool when I was in school. But let's back up a second. Let's compare this to, say, a socialist program I'm sure Mr. Public School System would agree with. 
Let's take like welfare. Now, see, that's where they're taking money from me and giving it to somebody else who will likely never recontribute anything back to the system in many cases. Just purely taking my money and give it to them. And they use it to buy crack. And then we give them needles to expedite that process. And you want to tell me that all that's okay. But if Mr. and Mrs. Smith want to take their own money and buy a kayak that they can get their children outside instead of stuck in some stuffy, leftist, Nazi-run school, I say buy the kayaks. That's just my two cents. See, they didn't have me out there to, to, to dispute these. These stories would never even get any traction. Um, I'm a big believer. And let me say this about the whole school thing. In the early days of our country, there were no public schools. There wasn't a public school system. This is an idea that came from Europe, I believe. So what did the children do? Well, the churches taught the children, or the parents taught the children. There weren't even any laws to require it until the states you know, went on their way and began to make these requirements. I'm not suggesting that a public school system is necessarily bad, but it's not necessary to our survival. It's not necessary to the health of our society. It could be helpful in some regards. So now... The churches used to do it, or the parents used to do it, and then they came up with public school. The churches then, when the schools became more structured and there was tuitions, many churches still do this today, where the church will pay for your child's tuition, and then you give it back through your tithes or not. It's an honor system that works really well. Imagine that, an honor system that pays for these schools. Why don't we see that in more places? It works very effectively. And some of the highest quality education available. Lowest problems to boot. Isn't that amazing? Amazing what happens when you add uh, money to something. A private, uh, a whistleblower has revealed a private Facebook group where Michigan clerks discuss stunning evidence of organized fraud in the 2020 election. Our election system is deeply corrupted, if you don't know. Three weeks ago, the Michigan GOP Director of Election Integrity um, provided to the Gateway Pundit a stunning report questioning the outcome of the race in the 2020 election the report is based on an investigation that was initiated on October 8, 2020, eventually taken over by the FBI in 2022. Shocker. After publishing a report that exposed a massive cover-up by Michigan's DA uh, and Democrat Secretary of State of an explosive statewide investigation by the Michigan State Police. Wow. We began to receive tips from individuals who read our story. They wanted to help us, help us close the gaps. The whistleblower who contacted us, this is Gateway Pundit, explained that they do not want to be identified over fears of retribution by election officials in Michigan. They confirmed to us that the details of the police report are accurate, but explained there's much more to the story that one clerk, city clerk receiving boxes of suspicious voter registrations. In fact, clerks across the state of Michigan received boxes and priority mail envelopes stuffed with registrations many of them with the same signatures, and they were forced by their supervisors to accept them. I told you this was going on during the election. Do you remember? I remember when um, 
the governor here came out and, and Biden said, you know, we're, we're going to fill it out properly, but uh, if, if you don't dot an I across a T, we're not going to send it back. In other words, they're not going to check the ballots. That was the dog whistle. What's going to happen this time? Are they going to do it again? Death will come to the cult of MAGA. This is the Atlantic. There's one small, they, they, you know, what they want to tell you is that this uh, Trump support is phony and that they just talk it away, it'll go away. Um, it's not the case. People are seeing the lunacy. The COVID thing is laughable. Any sane person is just like, what the heck are they doing? The Black Lives Matter thing. Boy, talk about lunacy. This girl, 21 years old, pregnant, stealing booze, tries to run over a cop. You know, look, tragic story. I don't want to get into it because it's very sensitive for a lot of people and nobody wants to see anybody die. Uh, but I don't know that you're going to uh, you know, elicit a lot of sympathy on that, especially when Black Lives Matter starts uh, burning down the cities again. I think you're going to see a lot of resentment. Delinquency rise for credit cards and auto loans. Um, you don't hear anything? All Biden talks about is how good it is. Good jobs, some good union jobs. The union guys are hurting too. Contracts are not covering inflation. Um, the burns can cook them. Serious searing sidewalks cause horrific injuries in the United States. Then, the, then you have the whole climate change element. Searing sidewalks can cause horrific injuries in the United States. Not elsewhere in the world, just here. Because we're so dirty. They have this picture of this guy. He looks like a gang dude. Bobby Hunt, 53. Recuperating at a medical shelter. A medical shelter? After surviving terrible contact burns. Let's check into this story a second, shall we? On a sunny day in mid-May, Bobby Hunt fell asleep by the side of a gas station in Phoenix. Ah, Hunt says he was waiting for a friend to pick him up. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, I wake up in the hospital. He was in the burn unit, doesn't remember much, just the bright lights. What am I doing here, he recalls asking. Almost three months later, Hunt stands in an empty chapel of Circle City Phoenix Medical Shelter for unhoused people. <clears throat> oh. Where he's been recuperating. He lifts his white t-shirt to reveal a lopsided round scar. The size of a medium pizza. The burn appears to be about an inch deep and mars, us, and mars the swath of intricate black ink tattoos of skulls, skulls and faces that once covered his back. So, I, I really don't even want to talk about this stupid story. You know, it's like, this is a trap, right? What am I going to do? I'm going to make fun of this guy? He's homeless. How about if I make fun of the idiots that are reporting this? This is in Arizona. I'll tell you a little story about Arizona. This goes way, way back. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's got to be uh, almost 25 years. Good good 20 years. Over 20 years ago now, okay? And uh, this is how bad the climate change is, okay? <laughs> Hope you get the sarcasm. We were out in Phoenix, out there by my son. With by my son, with my son, I was there for a um, an event, some type of training. What do you call it? Whatever. So I go to classes and the show or whatever it was, and then come back and hang at this resort. Very nice. It was hot in Phoenix and dry. I remember waking up and ah, I couldn't. It's so dry. It's so dry out there. Drink a lot of water to say the least. 
and my son out there. I remember the trip well because we went down this water slide about 14,000 times. He wouldn't stop. It was unbelievable. So he had this thing he would do when he was like two where he would run away. He thought it was funny. <laughs> He'd be like, get over here. <laughs> Bat him upside the head. Funny how he handled boys differently than girls. But anyway, um, it used to really upset his mother. Me, I used to be like, dude, I'm not coming to get you, so you're going to take off. I suggest you, you know, contemplate where you're headed. Anyway, we're out in Phoenix, and we're by the pool, and get the, you know, the, 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 the um, umbrella covering the area where it's paving and burn a pizza box on the back of my head. Right? <laughs> so uh, my son, he starts to run around. I'm like, hey, you better be careful. It's hot. <laughs> yeah, he runs out there. And he looks at me. I'm like, you better get back here. And all of a sudden, he lets out a yell. I'm like, oh, yeah, it hurts, doesn't it? My son was two. I think he learned the lesson. This guy's 56. And sadly, uh, he's now learning that lesson as well. I'm going to tell you, it's got nothing to do with climate change. <laughs> and the fact that news organizations are putting this garbage out there, ask yourself, what is the origin of that? Why? Repeatedly, repeatedly. Even if you were going to make a case for climate change, it's not that. But to help. I've been doing it as a kid. They caution you. Watch the paving temperatures. For the pets, give me give me one shred of evidence that paving temperatures are actually up. What are the chances that they just peak out anyway from direct sun? What are you going to tell me that the climate change is going to the roads are just going to turn into lava? <laughs> How far does this lunacy go? I don't know. They're going to just keep putting stuff in those vaccines and tighten up those masks a little bit. COVID fraud, gang allegedly stole millions. Yeah, there's many. Uh, he was arrested for a COVID joke. It was free speech. What was the joke? I forget. I'm not going to look it up right now. Uh, something along the lines, they're coming to, uh, for, and they're going to come and stick the needle in your arm, I think it was. Glenn Youngkin says he's not going to run for president in 2024. Smart guy. Not taking the bait. Trump says he's uh, open to Raswami there as a VP. I think he's great. Well, good politically. In reality, that's not going to happen. This guy's no different than Pence as far as I'm concerned. Does he even need a VP? I think he should pick me. I think I would be the best Trump sidekick there is. He could go knock over the tables and I would just kick over the chairs behind him. You know what I mean? And that's what you get. Don't make me repeat myself. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Glug Youngkin, look at what happened to poor uh, DeSantis. What did I tell you a week ago? This guy, his wife's going to end up leaving him. You watch. This This tragic, I can feel it coming, man. This guy has lost his confidence. He's lost his vision. He's lost his way. I've seen it before. It happens. Uh, the question is if he can pull it back together. If I were DeSantis, I'd be pulling out of this race right now. I would be like, guys, I wanted to test the waters. We know where we stand. We need to get behind Trump. That's what he needs to do. And I'm not telling you that selfishly. I'm telling you for his own benefit. Even if he doesn't mean it, he should do it. Even if he shuts up from there. But he did too much damage. I don't think Trump will trust him again. 
How could he? How could he? All Trump is saying, look, why do I got to be primary? You watch the, what happens to see if, if, if Biden is primary. This is the big test. The, the, Trump, the Trump story is nothing politically. I told you this. Everything is, is uh, right now is going to be on the Democrat primary. There is no Republican primary. Trump is so blown out for real out in front. Biden, we don't know. They don't know. And this is a big problem. Just to put some numbers on it, these arrests, the mugshot, Trump raised $20 million in August. You're not going to pull down money like they can't touch the guy. They, they try to blow this up. I heard a rumor that the um, that this special counsel case is done. It's going nowhere. None of these cases are going anywhere. These aren't real cases. Political theater. Trump's going to be in the White House. Maybe in handcuffs. Maybe they'll be all be part of the show. Don't forget, he knows how to play the show as well. Most people don't. Hopefully, he stays strong. And all I can say is, listen, Trump's gonna making deals. I guarantee you, Trump is making deals like anybody. He knows he's got to make a deal. I said this like a year ago. Trump is gonna have to cut some deals, and some of them are gonna be tough. But he's got to recognize that somehow you got to get the seas to open up that he can get anything done. You're not going to just be able to stomp your feet. Hey, God willing, I'll be back on Monday. I hope to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great weekend. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.